This week on the Indo Daily. I actually don't believe right that priests said her any harm. He just like thought I knew. But that's how I found out Miriam Martina was dead. How likely is it that Trump will be found guilty of paying hush money to former adult film star Stormy Daniels? We're talking about involvement in serious drugs activity on both sides of the border and as well as that, the procurement of weapons. Find and follow us at all the usual spots and over on the Irish Independent website. On the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, I'm delighted to be joined by international best-selling author Heman Sunim, telling us what to do when things don't go your way. When we are, you know, very young and have a first love and the first love did not work out, we feel as though this is the end of the world. However, we learn that is not the case. We move on. We find some other people. We begin to see that uh, when things don't go your way, uh, maybe it's not the end. As ever, we're available on all podcast platforms. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of The Left Wing with Luke Fitzgerald. Hello and welcome to the Left Wing, independent.ie's rugby podcast in association with Leia Healthcare. I'm Will Slattery, delighted to be joined. A victorious, a joyous podcast with Luke Sheld, <laughs> uh, Ireland are Grand Slam champions. Luke, um, you know, it's, it's a great day for Irish rugby. Yeah, unbelievable day. Um, like we're just in, we're in such a golden era at the moment. Uh, we look to be getting stronger, which is, I think, the most pleasing thing for me. Uh, it just doesn't look like a betting. And I think... Um, you know, I feel, I feel like as well, like from a coaching standpoint, obviously Joe is incredible, but I feel like there's lots of other coaches close to our game here who are really firing on all cylinders. Your Leo Cullens, uh, you know, your Stuart Lancasters, your Andy Farrells, lots of guys who I think could take the reins if Joe decides to leave after 2019. Um, so I kind of feel like we'll get some continuity. So that's I think that's really exciting. Uh, and like I said, the kind of blend between the youth and the the older guys, I think we've got it just right at the moment. Um, and I'm hoping that those young guys are, even those guys in the middle, your Pete O'Mahony's, um, your Conor Murray's, uh, those kind of guys, I think they'll be leaders amongst the next group. So uh, really exciting. And to get the win of the weekend, I think they needed to get that monkey off the back. Just that grand slam. We've been there, thereabouts a few years in a row. And uh, we probably should have had one or two more. But um, to get this one was really, really special. So uh, in Twickenham as well, Will. Doesn't I mean, even you smile at that. Well, I, I, don't know, I don't know why I'm being, uh, you know, thrown under the bus here. Where last night you said it was an anticlimax. The what, most what? disgraceful no, 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 comment no, no, I think no. I've ever heard. No, oh, Mr. Grand Slam looks down no, his nose it, at other Grand Slams. Like, it, it for the rest that. of us, layman, I it was an unbelievable occasion. That's Just what you let, said. Me, let me defend myself. I was in a house with five or six of my mates, right? We were having, we were having an unbelievable time. But then we were like, we all kind of, and Rory as well, Rory O'Connor said the exact same thing. He was like, we all kind of expected to go down to the wire. I don't Such know why, nice. I don't know why we were like kind of slightly like, ah, we beat them fairly easy. Like that was. I'm actually really looking. Do you not, do you not agree though? Well, was, like, I'm looking forward to when our guest comes on a little later, Johnny Sexton. You've brought in the big dog this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that to him. What's a big fish? And I'm gonna say, Johnny, <laughs> you know what an achievement. You're probably gonna win Six Nations Player of the Year. Luke actually thought it was an anti-climax, and then you can try to defend yeah, it to him. Say it. Say I it. Will, I will. I'm gonna say it to him myself. You don't. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm really. I think your grandson definitely wasn't as good as our one. Um, <laughs> I'm no, I, 100% I'm going to say that because um, in fairness to him, he gets a bit of a bad rap, but he's actually great crack when you yeah. get him going. He might be different on this medium here, um, but we've always joked about it for years. He the two. He was on the the, the team that won the back to backs. Uh, himself and Owen Redden, and I used to always slag and say, "Listen, lads, you can keep your back to backs. I'm going to Grand Slam." Well, so I, I'll give you credit for for bringing in Johnny this week. You know, after such a, a great week last week as well. You know, it was our first live show. We haven't had a chance to discuss it yet. It was that you know we were out in the in the wild with our with our listeners. In the wild is right. Yeah, no, it was great, and we took a bit of a chance. You always do, uh, and people showed up. It was unbelievable. I mean, the support for the show has been amazing. Uh, I'm not going to cry. 
not gonna cry well, I'm close <laughs> to crying. Not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> but no, it was unbelievable. On a serious note, it was great to see so many people supporting the show, and people really loved the show as well. I think Scott Fardy were he's a guy a lot of people ha don't really know up here. Uh, he was a great guest, and Robbie was obviously the big the big fish. He was the big draw because he's obviously Irish and just out of the team. He played a big part in the championship, so uh, to get his views on what was going on in in, in Six Nations was uh, was nice as well. Well, yeah, it was it was you know it was a, obviously a great rugby chat. We got in big name guests. We got to meet the fans. The fans seemed to enjoy it, and the biggest success from my point of view was that I was able to further my own personal brand. That's going into it was my goal. My friends were like, I didn't realize Will was so funny. I was like, he's not. He just had a big night. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> night. Well, to be fair, I actually feel guilty. All my points were just being scored off you. Like, but that you know? was, I'm an easy target. I think yeah. people didn't realize that. Um, and I actually, I kind of laugh even if it's a bad joke more often than not. So well, that, no, don't take too much joke. from me. Everyone else laughs. So that was good. Well, the thing is like, it's funny if, you know, I'm teasing you, but if you as the Grand Slam Pro rugby player starts teasing me. It's not very funny. It's just like this guy bullying some like some poor journalist. Like, flat, it would look like a flat track bully. Exactly. Yeah. I'm in a really good position here where I can kind of strike uh, freely, and you're maybe a bit, a bit more reserved. I like how you've. You know, it's such a smart move for you. This is this is honestly this is Casper. This is Kasparov stuff here on a chessboard. You've just been thinking ten moves ahead because now I can't actually slag you because you just. That I love that. It's a nice premise to set up. Nicely done, Will. Yeah. You're learning. We, we, You're learning. It's, honestly, it's, it's funny. Uh, you know, obviously, we have Johnny Sexton on in a few minutes, Grand Slam champion, a new generation of Grand Slam champions. And I joked with you last week that your marketability might be affected. It's plunged, yeah. And it's plunged. I actually have an anecdote <laughs> to tell the listeners about how I already feel like it's happening. I, I, I'll call, I saw maybe redacted family member Y and redacted family member Z were in Balls Bridge having lunch a couple of weeks ago during the day. And they saw Luke Fitzgerald. Turned away from a restaurant with two friends because apparently it was too full. Is that a true story? In where? Some restaurant in Bosbridge. Oh, for lunch. Yeah, yeah, it happens. We missed our we missed our queue in Maya. Yeah, and you weren't popular. tempted to. I must give a little shout out. It's my favorite lunch spot, Maya. <laughs> I forgive you. Uh, I still want to come back. So, um, yeah. But your clout wasn't able to say, you know, turn <laughs> out two normals. No, no. And honestly, we were with all my pals. I think we might have with Rory O'Loughlin as well. The lads were like, oh, he's just got no clout anymore. Look at this. He's turned. Yeah. So. Um, look, sad enough state of affairs to be to be turned away, if, regardless of who you are. But uh, a bit of a walk of shame. Look, it's it's a busy place. Well, it's a popular spot, so we'll be back. We'll get, get there again. Walking. We'll get there again. We'll get to Mecca again. <laughs> and yeah, you mentioned. So, how did you experience Grand Slam Saturday? Uh, at home, I so I did the uh, the Italy Scotland match, and then I just I got home with about twenty minutes to go before the match. You flew home from Rome, that was quick. Yeah, quick flight, uh, a <laughs> little quick hop. Um, as the lads in work were saying, uh, what was a little ticket, ticket right after the Trevi Fountain there and um, 20 minutes up the road. No, it, it was, uh, they, were, they all couldn't believe I wasn't there. They were like, you absolute phony. But um, look, it was it was great, actually. really enjoyed the the, the match. Um, and myself and John kind of hit it off. We got it with, on With well. the voice of schools rugby. The voice of schools rugby is right. And uh, no, we got on great, actually. We had a bit of fun doing it. It was actually a good game it to watch. It was a very good game. Like, it was, it was like lots of errors. And like, there was, <laughs> I saw someone on, someone on Twitter was like, you couldn't be contradicting yourself anymore. I was like, I wasn't really. I was just saying that, like, it was, the, the, the quality was, was poor enough in terms of like lots of things that you expect to be high. Like defensively, there was lots of mistakes. People were tired. Uh, in fairness, the ball wasn't played for long periods, but, some, it was kind of some lazy bits and bobs. Um, and I felt sometimes the attack was good, but it was kind of messy for the most part. But actually, as I was saying, I was like, it was actually a really enjoyable game to watch. Are you so a big fan of Minozzi? It can be both, Will, is my point. Let me finish my yeah. point. It, I think it can, a rugby game can be both. It can be sloppy, not high quality, but very enjoyable. Are you as big a fan of uh, Matteo Minozzi as a lot of other people? I am. I think uh, going forward, excellent. Um, nice finisher, great footwork. We saw that against Ireland. Um, and can throw the pass at the right time as well. Um, I liked him a lot. I'm a big Stuart Hogg fan, though. He was kind of the guy I watched, watched the most. I think smart footballer. Uh, don't like the way sometimes he gives out to the other teammates at times for things that I was kind of like, ah, that kind of is your fault. That's kind of a guy who's probably the big dog in the team. Um, it can happen to you. But God, he's a, he's a Rolls Royce. Like, he's really, really hard to stop. He's a handful. I thought Italy actually dealt with him quite well until the end. Thought that was a tiredness thing. It was funny. I was in. I made a few. You know. You know. Few did a few commentators curse moments there. But actually, at towards the end, I actually called it. I was happy I called it in the end because I just. I just felt even though we didn't get a sense because we weren't at the game, but I could sense the Italian guys away from the ball. The longer the phases went on, and especially after the first half, which was really quick, they just looked tired. So what I said, I said, look, if Scotland scored try here with sixty five minutes to go, I can't see them losing. I thought they'd go and score another try, but they ended up just getting the kick to win it. So. Um, 
happy enough with that part of it because sometimes, you know, when you're not at the game, it can be hard to get a real sense of how things are going. There's kind of a f- ebbs and flows, which you can kind of feel on TV, but when you're there, you're more in the, you're, you feel the tempo a bit more close to the game and you can see more as well away from the ball, which is kind of key. Um, very entertaining game and actually led in very nicely into, into Ireland and England. So a few beers were bought, <laughs> uh, a few pizzas were bought as well. Not good for the figure wheel, but uh, just with some afternoon. Well, I was, I was going to say, on Wednesday night, you kind of you turned to Scott Friday and you were like, you know, the be- you know, great thing about watching rugby now, the beers. Is it, do, you like the, do you like having the beers? Like, oh, this is a big thing. <laughs> You're really pushing the beer it angle. Is, it is good. It's not like we had a great chat. We literally stayed, the lads stayed in the house till 10, 11 o'clock, went into town after. We had a great all day. We would uh, really, really enjoyed it. It was funny, like the amount of people who were like, oh, you know, it was hard to watch. I was like, no, it wasn't. It well, was great. Not, after 10 points, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean is, it, you know, from my own perspective, yeah. for me, I was like, you know, having retired so early, they were like, look, is it hard to watch? I mean, you could have been out there if you were still fit. I was like, well, I don't really feel that way about the game. And we kind of talked about it a little bit last night on our on our final kind of uh, live show with our lingus that, you know, it was... Once you can't perform to the best of your ability, and you like, you kind of want to get on to the next thing that you can perform to the best of your ability at, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I actually just enjoy the games as a supporter, and geez, it was unbelievable to see the lads win it. Like I said, to just to, to clarify the anti climax thing, I just felt it was like I was expecting a real arm wrestle, and I actually thought we looked really comfortable. When you're explaining, you're losing. That's the expression. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the expression. We're not in a court of it's law, applicable. like well, I mean, I, I, I'm just oh, maybe we are. I don't know. I don't know. It feels like it here sometimes. Like, I'm hotter than the so, collar. Such a cheap <laughs> comment. Like raining on the parade. It wasn't. It was like Luke. So how did it feel? What a grand slam! Well, Rory, well, actually, I thought it was a massive anticlimax. As Rory said, though, it kind of felt like sex does drop kick should have been the last moment to win it. Like mm. it was kind of the moment that won it for them, really, because they look comfortable in every other game. Um, but a few blips here and there, but for the most part, they were on top in every game. Even the France game, like they were on top in that game. It was one bad mistake, two two bad people, two bad mistakes from people who missing. T- sorry, three actually bad mistakes from people missing tackles on Teddy Tomah. Um, for that try, kind of cost them, and they actually were in control of the game. So I think they actually were the best. It was the first time I've really seen, like our team, we had a few teams we were very close with. They were the best team in the championship, definitely. Like, and the best coach, definitely as well. So um, it looked like that in the weekend, yeah. Well, speaking of the famous Johnny Sexton drop goal, it's time to bring in our big guest for the night. We're joined on the line by Grand Slam champion Johnny Sexton. Johnny, I guess Luke was kind of mentioning a bit earlier that he used to love holding it over you, that you'd never actually won a Grand Slam, so at least you can kind of shut him up with that anyway. Yeah, uh, thanks. Um, (laughs) I got a nice text from Luke today at the game, yes, uh, hoping that he could welcome me into the club, so uh, it's nice to... to join the very exclusive club. Um, so uh, Luke had one over on myself and Owen Redden a few years ago <laughs> after after we beat Scotland and um, in Murrayfield to win the, the championship that we were saying it was all about the back-to-back championships and, and Luke was just putting us in our place saying that it's all about the Grand Slam. So uh, he had one up on us, but uh, I'm delighted to be able to join him in, in, the, in the club. As well, I couldn't be happier it's you rather than, than Redzer that, that got the Grand Slam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Redzer, I just, I wouldn't be able to, I don't know, I wouldn't be able to go on if Redzer, uh, Redzer was the one who did it. Listen, uh, unbelievable championship. Uh, I mean, what was it like? I mean, uh, watching it at home, I got, I got a lot of stick from the lads in here because it was like, it was almost like an anti-climax because we looked so, we looked in, in charge throughout the whole game. Uh, and I don't know why I was like I was watching with a few pals at home, um, and I was like, they all thought the same thing. Like we expected it to be an absolute tussle till the end, and it, obviously it was a tussle. But like, how did you feel out there? I felt like um, it was unbelievable to watch. Um, yeah, like uh, I suppose when you're watching and when you're involved, it can feel very different. I think. Uh, look, I think we obviously get in the the, the couple of early um, you know scores, or at least the one early score really settled us down. Um, you know, and then followed by the the second try, which was obviously a really well worked move. But um, you know, we had a lot of defending to do in that first half, and I thought, mm. um, you know, it was an area of our game which has been we've been working on hard over the over the course of the championship. And um, I suppose we've had I I felt anyway that our defence was actually really good for probably ninety percent of of all the games, and then you know for different reasons um at different parts of the early games we, we were conceding you know soft try or you know try on the edge where 
it was as a result of a few different areas. So, um, to be honest, the England threw everything at us at different stages, and we were we were just able to to deal with it. Um, and um, yeah, it was very very satisfying. I suppose I was the same as yourself, and in, in terms of before the game, I was you know obviously preparing mentally for for a really close game. Um, you know the, the the conditions were pretty poor. Um, on the morning of the game, it was snow, it was very windy. It was very cold, so um, I thought it was going to be a bit of a, a slog. The ball actually stayed quite dry, and the snow stayed away for the large part. So it was it was actually probably more of an open game than we had sort of imagined um, when we woke up that morning. But um, I thought it was going to be an arm wrestle. It was physically; it was a very tough game physically. I thought that you know they've got some big ball carriers and they come at you, uh, you know, in waves. And and I thought we just stood up really well to that, which was very pleasing. Johnny, you mentioned how that well-worked second try. I think it was probably the highlight of the game for, for a lot of people. Was that kind of your decision to use that move at that specific time? And, uh, you know, were you always maybe planning on, on breaking that out against England at some stage? Yeah, we planned to, to play it. Um, definitely it was one of our go-to plays in that area of the pitch. Um, we had actually called it. Um, you know, at the start of the game, and we lost. Uh, or sorry, we, we won the line out, but it was scrappy, and we that was actually uh, when we put up the kick for for Rob um, when Anthony Watson was by himself back there. So it was actually called earlier. We didn't get a chance to do, it, and then the next line out, um, we, we we called it, and yeah, it worked. It worked a treat, and it was something that we probably scouted with England um, a few years ago. I think obviously they 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 like to 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 read that wrap around. Um, you know, and and they they read it the other side of it, and we we snuck uh, Bundy through. So it was, it was very pleasing that, you know, we'd worked on it very hard. Obviously, Joe was um, you know big into his detail, and we'd run it loads and loads of times during the week. And and um, you know, at different stages, Luke will tell you we've had success um, with Leinster before when Joe was coach. With remember the the move, uh, Luke, you set up Brian to score in, in Cardiff, yeah, yeah. and we must run it you know ten times during the week where Joe wasn't happy with it and. That's because I, I kept we running the wrong line. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it was more, it was all of us. It was, it was you know, the, the way, but, we, you know, we, we practiced it so many times and then it's so pleasing when you can uh, pull it out and do it well on, on the on the big stage and, and it does, a lot of work does go into those type of things. So, uh, very pleasing. What's your thoughts when Joe says, okay, we're going to use Tyg Furlong as the guy who's going to be handing the ball here? Are you kind of thinking, a tight head prop or, or, or what, what are you thinking? Well, it's quite clever, isn't it? Like it's a, you know, it's a very high skill prop that, um, but yeah, it's natural for the opposition to think that, uh, you know, he's just going to stand and pivot it back to the back to the ten. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was obviously a big part of the play was using uh, someone that you wouldn't think had such skill. Um, but you know, Ty will have worked very hard during the week as well to to be able to perfect that type of transfer. Um, and uh, that that that's what makes the move really. There's a lot of different parts that go to it as well. Different running lines, uh, you know, away from the ball that probably a lot of people wouldn't even see, but that make a huge difference in dragging different people out of the way. So, um, uh, you know, we did it really well, and I'm sure. I don't know if Joe will be happy. Actually, <laughs> I was going to say I'm sure he'd be happy, but uh, I don't know if he'll be. He'll probably find something wrong with it. Um, but he'll be happy that we got the score from it, and uh, you know, it, it sort of. Um, contributed to, you know, a big part of the result. I think. Yeah, I'd like just to touch on on Tig, and we probably should look at. Well, I'm really just really interested because obviously I'm out of the picture now a couple of years, but just watching from the sidelines um, and in the stands, I just think like some of the young guys, the confidence of them, you know, and the skill set, like they seem to, it seems to have kicked on again. Like you touched on it there, you were kind of talking about, um, you know, the personnel and using the personnel well. I just think the versatility of all the guys you can use all these people to do lots of different things and it's such a strength for the team i think the way you know the ireland can run that ball from anywhere now because i think there's eight forwards or there's 16 guys probably 20 forwards there who actually all can handle the, the, the rugby ball i mean it's such an asset to have i mean you'll know because you're touching the ball all the time you're playing with these guys i mean have you found do you think that's kicked on in that area for all? I, I i just looking at it even in a, from a lancer perspective i think it's really kicked on yeah, I think uh, look, I'm, there's there's lots of work that goes on uh, behind the scenes and in, in the provinces and academies and schools that that go towards. And I suppose look, the, we're very lucky with Leinster that a lot of these young guys are, are coming through with our with our province, and um, you know it's very pleasing that you know 
you know these guys are coming out of school and they're ready to, to play you know they've got they're high skill they're, they're physically very very developed um you know for, to, to go straight into senior rugby and um i think someone like Stuart lancaster as well would, should take me credit for you know some of the work he's done especially with these leinster youngsters you know um you know putting them in a position to get picked for ireland first of all but then you know, obviously the caliber of coach that's in the international setup with, you know, Joe um, for the backs, Simon for the forwards, and then uh, Andy Farrell for for you know defensive, um, you know, and, and as a sort of coach and himself, he's a very impressive coach, and um, I think they they've a mixture of the province coaches and the international coaches has led these guys to, you know, find find the form that you see, and and they look so comfortable at international level, but. It's important now that they sort of use this as a stepping stone rather than an end point and keep their feet in the ground and, and keep working hard. I think that's the key. Mm. And you touched on Andy Farrell there um, as well. I, I mean, I only had him for, I think, one or two days, but I just couldn't be more impressed with him. Uh, and I suppose the defence, as, as you said yourself, and it was kind of my view as well, kind of a few big moments kind of, I, th- I thought kind of coloured a lot of the, the view on how Ireland defended during the championship. I mean, he has a pretty difficult job there. There's lots of change over in the centres. Uh, a few young guys out wide who are still learning their trade. Um, I mean, how did you? How do you find? Do you still love working with him? I mean, I, I just think he's a, the, the feedback from all the guys is unbelievable, and I think he probably got a, it came in for a bit of unfair flack in the outside stuff, especially when you think of the changeover and the youngest. I mean, do the guys love still love working with him? Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's brilliant. He's uh, he's great for the group. He's he's an exceptional coach, and uh, you know, I think that. Uh, you know, as much as you try and stay away from a lot of the the talk outside camp, um, you know, you, you do see some of it, and and I think we all felt that we we let him down because he was doing such good work um, for the whole championship, um, and like I said, I thought we were actually defending really well for 85, 90% of the time, and then we, you know, whether it was an individual error or someone just stepping out of the system, which was costing the team, and. Um, you know, it was disappointing from a team environment, but you know we had confidence in him and, and the system that he's put in place. And I think you saw the the that come to fruition really against England. And even though we conceded, I suppose a couple of like tries, you got to remember who who we're playing against as well. And and some of the the young guys that had come on at that stage, like um, so, uh, and especially you know some of the guys that we lost before the championship and throughout the championship that would have been defensive leaders in this team. So. Um, you know, I think he can take huge credit for for us achieving the Grand Slam. I, you know, I think that he he, he played a massive part in it. Yeah, I guess another guy who's going to get huge credit, obviously, is jo- is Joe Schmidt. You mentioned that the work he does with the backs, and I, I guess you two would work quite closely. You know, could you tell us a bit about your relationship with him? You've worked with him for a long time. I, I kind of picture you kind of like watching a top fourteen game on a Friday and just like texting him about like a, a move Claremont are doing, and then it goes two blue ticks immediately. Joe is typing and he just replies like instantly because oh, he's watching it too. Will the lads uh, are going to love that if any of the lads no. are this. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not like that, unfortunately. Uh, don't lie, sex, though. Don't lie to look, us. <laughs> we've got a... I, I've, I've been very lucky. I've, I've obviously worked with him for such a such a long time. Um, you know, obviously, the three years with Leinster, we, it was probably, you know, our, our best period with the with the province in terms of our results. And we got to six finals. And, um, you know, he, he obviously came in and took us to, to where we needed to get to after Michael Cech had done such good work. And, um, you know, to to have that period of success was was brilliant, and then I suppose I had decided to go to 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 Racing um, while he was coach, and and you know as things happened, he he ended up becoming an Irish coach, and um, I still got to work with him while I was away, and um, yeah, look, his record speaks for itself, really, doesn't it, in terms of his his what his time in Ireland, even his achievements before that with with Claremont and getting to three finals in the three seasons he was there and um, I think we were very lucky to beat them uh, the year before he joined us um, he was coaching Claremont and, and we, we snuck past him in the quarter final but um, you know they probably dominated us for large periods of that game um, so yeah he's he's it's just great that we have him in Ireland and, and you know hopefully we can we can keep him maybe for for a bit longer after the World Cup I guess when you, when you kind of look back at a player, maybe over the course of their career, they, they changed maybe the way they play or they evolve. Like, how would you say that Joe has maybe changed from when you first had him at Leinster in 2010 versus what he's like now? Is he the same guy? Is he, is he a different kind of coach? 
yeah, he's totally different, which is um, which is a credit to to him. And you know, I think that's the best thing about the Irish setup is that when you come back in, it's never really you know same old, same old. It's it's they're trying to improve themselves and in in turn improve us, you know. And and it's it's you know even this year the campaign we, we started on a different note. We we got away to to Spain for a week. Um, you know, had a good week's prep down there, and immediately it kind of gave the whole championship a different feel you know something new and we had a great week down there we got a good balance through the championship of you know the the mixture between hard work and and making sure that we're fresh come games and i think jason cowman the, the strength conditioning coach take big credit for that and um you know i think uh yeah he joe's he's always bringing something new to to each of uh each camp really to each series you know when you come in you're you're kind of look i'm already looking forward to you know australia and hopefully um you know we'll, we'll definitely have some some new plans going down there we'll have something new in terms of preparation or uh you know the mental side of the game we'll have something new or someone in to talk to us that'll teach us something uh, so it's it's always a great place to be a great environment to be part of and uh um thankfully a winning environment again which is important yeah, Luke. As I guess, as someone who's been in the squad with, with Johnny and Joe, like how, how would you kind of see, see them working together from afar? Yeah, I think they have to work very closely together. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, your nines and your tens—they're touching the ball the most out of anyone on the pitch. They have their hands on you know your game plan the most. So you need to be close with those guys, and you need to have a good relationship. You need to have a good working relationship as well. Um, and I think they do. Uh, the lads would give Johnny a bit of grief over it. I definitely was <laughs> would have given him a bit of grief here and there. But it is really important that they get on well. Um, and I think they, they see the game similarly, um, which is very important as well. You need to have, because I think if you don't have that, it's really hard to have belief in what you're going out to do all the time. And you have to be able to, I suppose, people have to feel that belief off you outside you. Um, and that's really important because everything comes off the ten and the nine. Your 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 timing, um, and and the 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 direction of the team. So all those things, I I think it's really important that those guys get on well. That's what you'd see. I think you, you would see that. And and I don't think, you know, every team has been like that. Matt O'Connor was like that with Ian Madigan, Jimmy Gopper, Checa was like that with Sexto and Contapomi. Um, all your leaders in your team, you need to be close to them because these people are the ones who are, I suppose, controlling the game plan for you and trying to, I suppose. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deliver on your vision for how the game should be played out. Yeah, Johnny, it's interesting. I guess you know you've worked with so many top coaches and worked closely with them. Uh, you know, as the kind of leader of the attack, and people speak so highly of your rugby brain and, and the way you drive standards. Like it seems a fairly natural progression to be maybe being a coach one day. Like, is that something you've ever considered? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my wife. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, I, look, I, I'd hope that. Uh, you know, I think as a coach, you you have so much. Um, you know, in terms of, you got to travel, you got to move your family around, you got to, um, you know, there's so much things that, like in an ideal world, yeah, you could finish playing and just take over. You know, Leinster, like Leo has done, that would be the the ideal scenario. Um, or you know, take over as national coach, but it's not going to happen. You got to get away and get experience, like you know, someone like Ron Nogar is doing now. Um, you know Paul O'Connell you got to bide your time and I think that involves moving around so again when you got a family it's very different but it's probably something that I would like to, to go into eventually um, but like it's you know I'm, my my first thought is to try and continue playing for as long as I can um, you know I, I still absolutely love getting up going training every day and um, you know I want to play for for as many more years as I can, really, to be honest. Now, you're kind of famous for, for giving teammates, you know, a, a bit of a bollocking if things go, don't go kind of up to your standards. Like, would that translate to coaching as well? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, he hasn't even been a coach. <laughs> and you're asking if he's going to be narky. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd say you did. I, mean, I, I, I worked for Michael Chacka, like, so. <laughs> I think, look, the, the best thing about this coaching staff is you don't really have to, you know, do much, uh, do much of that anymore. Um, you know, they do it all for you, which is great. Um, so it probably mellowed out a lot over over the years. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't do it for the crack. You know, I suppose over the years when when I did, uh, you know, getting a couple of arguments with different players. You know, I probably, I, I actually hate it because I, I end up not sleeping. Uh, that night and then a couple of nights after you know thinking about it and um 
so it's something that I, I don't but if it needs to be said I'll I'd like to think I'd say it and but luckily we've we've got a good environment in, in Leinster at the moment and, and been driven from, from the top down and um you know it's a, it's a great environment to be part of and, and so is the Irish one. So um probably mellowed out a lot over the years. Luke, you have to give me a good story, you and Johnny, you know, putting heads <laughs> to training. We don't. We don't. We had a few, one or two little tiffs, but um, one, or few, yeah. one or two little tiffs. Never anything uh, too saucy, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> no. no, we might have tried, but I think we probably failed throwing handbags all over the shop. The pair of us really, <laughs> the pair of us fancying ourselves. But uh, no, I think like it is. I, I, do you know what? I, I loved it. Um, I think you, you need someone who's passionate about the game uh, on your inside. Obviously, when you're when you're getting given out to, um, you know, you, you, like your first reaction is that wasn't my fault. You know piss off you whatever such and such expletive expletive but no it's like it's good i think people need that and you definitely have certain you're always going to have in a group certain people who are who are going to need it and i think um you know while at times you're like uh you know and i'm sure johnny would agree there's times it's important to be calm as the leader and as you're kind of the brain of the team uh so you need to be thinking clearly and i think at times as when you were younger johnny i, I, I may as well ask you i mean you, you definitely would you feel like you've improved in that area i felt like there was times when you were younger it went too far but you've as you've got more experienced you've kind of been able to control it and been able to deliver while still giving out the message is that am i on the money there do you think yeah, of course. Like you learn, I like to think I'm learning in all parts of, of the game, um, and, and you know, leadership is part of the game in, in my position. And I like to think that you're learning all the time, and you, you meet different people along the way. Um, you know, I think when I first came in, you know, you got to remember that Checo was coach, and um, <laughs> you know, he would have been driving me from the from behind to to sort of take some you know, tardy in the team that I was a young guy, I had to, you know, show that. So, you know, if I had my time back again, I probably maybe wouldn't have <laughs> wouldn't have listened to listened to everything that he told me. Um, you know, but uh, then you meet someone like Joe who, you know, takes you aside and says, Look, you need to pick and choose your moments and, and then I obviously working with, with Stu then, um even working with Ronan and Rassin and figuring out different ways, you know, in in, in France, you know, they they didn't understand me anyway, so it didn't matter what I said. Um, <laughs> you were let was, off the uh, leash there, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what, didn't one of them say you were a bit like Zlatan Ibrahimovic? <laughs> no, I think that was uh, a journalist probably said uh, that. But, um, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I've been compared to him too many times, to be honest. Yeah, it's a nice comparison. Yeah, it could be, could be worse, guys. It could definitely be worse. I mean, and like that role, I mean, is that is that something that, like, that's really interesting because obviously I would never have had any you know, I would have been talking to Joe about things like that. You're always just trying to hang in there and get picked. Um, but like when you're talking about kind of getting the, the the pulse of the team and picking your moments, is he really is he good at that? Is he his finger on the pulse in that in that respect? Um, yeah, I think he, he's very good at knowing when, you know. Uh, but like he's changed a lot, like we said, in, in terms of when he first came to Leinster. I think he was, um, you know, he. I'd say he was. De- he has definitely improved in in that regard over the years in terms of. Um, you know, at the start, we were very, you know, he came in and he changed a lot technically and, and tactically, I suppose. And, and then the last piece of the jigsaw was was him sort of learning which buttons to tick with, with the Irish people and mentality, because it's obviously something that he wouldn't have been used to dealing with, you know, being in New Zealand and then going to France. Um, and probably in France, he would have dealt with a lot of, you know, you know, Fijians and, and New Zealanders and, and things like that while he was in Claremont. So, he wouldn't have worked with many Irish guys, so you know, tapping into that, um, you know, Irish kind of psyche, and you know, we are very, I would say, emotional people. Uh, so you know, tapping into that and taking that, you know, we can getting the best out of guys by using that. I think will definitely be another strength with Bo over the years. Johnny, just to kind of talk about your own journey for a moment, like obviously, you know, you have someone like Luke here who I guess straight out of school kind of broke into the Leinster team and Ireland team and had success pretty quickly. But for yourself, I guess it was more of a, I got a roundabout journey to the top, you know, a few years in the team and then, you know, going back to play with Mary's and then coming back into the team when Felipe got injured. Like, do you kind of sometimes, are you surprised, I guess, when you take stock, you know, you look at the last 10 years and everything you've achieved and, and now, you know, the crowning, you know, of achievement of a Grand Slam. Like, how do you kind of, take it all in yeah it's not it's very rare that you sit down and look back to be honest in, in this game uh, you know I've never sort of you know done that at any stage um, but yeah I think it's 
guys go on different journeys along the way and uh, you know mine has gone through you know lots of ups and downs like like everyone's career does at some stage um, you know I ended up if you told me to start my career I'd end up in two years in Paris I would have laughed um, you know so it's it takes you places that you, you don't think and just when you think things are, are going perfect something will will happen that will you know put you back in in um, to ground zero again like an injury or you know a bad game or something along the way so um, but like I said, I think everything happens for a reason, and, and you learn from the bad times as much as the good. And um, you know, in those years playing club rugby, made some great friends and, and had some some great memories. And to be honest, I wouldn't I wouldn't change too much. I think I probably save a couple of years at the end of my career. For you know, I, I probably didn't expose myself to professional rugby till I was twenty twenty one. You know, when you know, and I was still only playing bit part games in the league. Um, you know, I think being someone like Luke, obviously straight coming straight out of school and going straight into international rugby, or um, you know Rob Carney did the same. Um, you know, th- these guys. You know, I think you've got a certain window at the at the you know top level, and um, the fact that I didn't go in there till later will hopefully you know get a couple of years at the end of my career that I might wouldn't wouldn't have got if I'd gone in earlier. Well, yeah, it's interesting you say that, I guess, because there's some you know Irish rugby fans anyway think that they almost want to keep you in cotton wool and, and only let you play like a couple of times a year for fear of you going down and maybe we don't have someone who can come in and replace you. And there's already talk, people are discussing, you know, with the summer tour to Australia, you know, I've heard a few people say, oh, should we rest, you know, Johnny Sexton, Connor Murray, Tyke Furlong, give them the summer off. Like, you know, what do you make of that kind of commentary? Uh, look, I think as a player, you want to play. Um, I want to play for for Ireland as, as many times as I can and same with Leinster and um, I know that we're very well looked after in, in, in Ireland it's, it's probably you know one of the biggest reasons for coming back to Ireland was was to, to be under that uh, IRFU umbrella where you're you know really are looked after in terms of game minutes and um, yeah I, I want to play as many games as I can um, and if I'm fit you know I definitely want to go and, and you know, Ireland have never or sorry haven't won a test series in Australia for I don't think we've ever won a three test series uh, it was a two test series yeah in oh, three three test, two tests, yeah. but I think in terms of a three test series um, I'm not sure we've We've won one in the Southern Hemisphere, and I, I, I could have just made that up. I'm not sure. No, much, I think uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we obviously missed a chance in South Africa a couple of years ago, and um, you know, so it'd be good good to be part of that. I think when you're thinking about you know World Cup in a few years' time, you you want to have ticked as many boxes to, to give your you know yourself confidence going to it, knowing that you know look we, we we can beat teams at home but you don't get a home game in a world cup you know now we got to know that we can beat these big teams away from home too um because then when we come to neutral venues then then you've got a chance so um i think leading into that world cup will be very important that we do tick you know boxes along the way and, and beating a team like australia away from home would definitely be one of those so i'd be mad keen on going um definitely it's funny, uh, you know, obviously with the 2019 World Cup coming up and, and even though yourself and, you know, Joe and a lot of the, the players have achieved so much with Ireland and the club level, uh, kind of a lot of your legacy will probably be tied up with how Ireland do at that World Cup. Is, is that kind of a bit of a daunting prospect? Obviously, Ireland have never gotten past the quarterfinals, so that will be the first thing on the list. But I guess there is a lot of pressure to, to, to deliver. Um, to be honest, the World Cup is not something that, you know, I know you guys want to talk about it. But it's a, it's a big thing. Players know it's a big thing. It's not. It's something that's in, definitely in the back of people's minds. But like we don't think too far past almost next week against Saracens, and then you know get through that, and then it's on to the next thing, and and then at the end of the season, you know the World Cup's not even on our agenda for for next season. You know what I mean? It's it's almost two seasons away. So. Um, you know, it's a long time away. A lot can change between now and then. You know, I've always learned not to tell too many people your plans because it can only come back to, to bite you. So, um, look, uh, it's something that obviously all the players that were at the last World Cup will want to make amends for, but um, it's so far away that it's not something that's on our immediate thought process, I don't think. Uh, I suppose that brings us naturally on to Saracens. Um, I mean, the, I just know myself, I mean, how exciting, like how excited is the group for this challenge? I mean, at some stage, I've heard you saying a few times, at some stage you're going to have to play these guys. They have been the kings of Europe the last couple of years. They've taken 
Um, I suppose they've taken things and they've brought the, they've brought the, the game at, at uh, European Champions Cup level on another few levels from just from from watching from the couch and obviously I, I was there the year they won it the, the first time. Um, I mean, how excited is the group for that? I mean, you said you were in today prepping, I suppose, um, and getting yourselves back acclimatised in Leinster. How excited is the group in there? Yeah, it's a, it's a massive challenge, isn't it? It's, um, you know, the, the, the back-to-back champions at home in a quarter-final. And I think, um, you know, it's important that we, we sort of freshen up this week and, and, and get hungry again to come back in training next week. You know, so guys will do different things they need to do, whether it's go away for a few days and, and sort of, you know, relax if it's get your body right for, for next Monday training. You know, I think we're, we're sort of, um, what's the right word? We're, we're sort of empowered to, to make sure that we turn up with what we need to do to get right for Monday and uh, you know Leo's very good at that in, in, in terms of making sure that the players take some ownership so guys will be on different plans to, to get right for Monday and then a big week training and it's a huge challenge it's uh, like I said they've won the last two and I think they've been in three finals in a row so um, huge challenge but I think if you're going to get them this is the time to, to try and beat them you know when you get to play at home um, it's a big advantage and um, you know, with the, the Leinster crowd when they come out, um, you know, up for the game, there's, there's no better crowd to play in front of. And, I mean, some of the younger guys, this will be their first time kind of having that that bit of success. And I remember from 2009, we had to, we had to back up fairly quickly after the competition as well. Um, like, how do you feel like the young guys, would, like, have you impressed upon them how serious how, how big this game is have you know has leo i know you said he's good at you know i suppose empowering the players um but sometimes young guys you know they can take it for granted they might go oh this weekend we might go on the piss one more time celebrate what we just achieved like like has uh, did, did that have to be said i know myself when we came back in there was a big group of us that hadn't had any success with leinster um, and you were in that group as well you know there was a there was a few words few choice words said and you know in the weeks after saying listen We've got a massive opportunity with Leinster Park. What happened with Ireland? Um, has that been said, or do you think it doesn't? Do you think it doesn't need to be said to the younger lads? Um, look, I was down in, in David Lloyd's today swimming with my kids, and uh, Dan Levy and James Ryan were coming out of the, the gym and swimming pool there. So there's there's some guys that are you know professional, sort of beyond their years. They they shouldn't be as professional as they are. Um, so I think that's that's obviously you know it's great to see and you know that straight away that these guys are, are thinking forward already and um, but look I think at the start of the year you set out your your sort of um, values and your goals and you and um, they're the reason you set it out for weeks like this that you know it's important that you take some downtime after the championship that we've just had because you know if you go straight back into it it, it can it can drain you so the guys that have played a big part of the the campaign in terms of minutes will will be off this week and, and other guys might come in and play against the Ospreys and um, I think it's I think people know how big it is it's a European Cup we haven't had European Cup success for I think about six years so um it's something that we're desperate to, to to put, you know, back into the into the club is is getting to the, to, to another final and and um, you know trying to become champions again. You mentioned how it is important, I guess, to to enjoy the moment. Uh, like, what were the forty eight hours like for you after after winning the Grand Slam? How did you celebrate? It was good. Um, it wasn't too hectic on Saturday. I was I was pretty sore after the game. I took a few knocks. Um, so I was just looking after them and, and, and uh, you know, sat up and you know, don't sleep much after games anyway. So sat up and had a few beers with the lads, but it was fairly tame as you, um, sort of different to what you'd expect after winning the Grand Slam. But then the Sunday was was a great day where it was just, you know, the players for the early part of the day. And, and then we met up with family and, in, in the Shelburne and, and had, a, had a great celebration there with all the management and their families and, and you know so it's very special I think those are the the 48 hours after a game and you know even the changing room for that hour after the game and walking around the pitch they're the, they're the moments that you that stick with you forever really and um, you know I still remember all the times when when we won with Leinster in Ireland that you know this, the after the hour after the game with the lads, the guys that you've put on the hard, all the hard work with that uh, you enjoy the most, and then seeing your family after. So, a uh, great 48 hours, and um, yeah, I suppose everyone's gone their different way now. Um, so we're we're back into 
provincial mode and, and uh, getting ready to, like I said, come back in next week, ready to go. There was a great photo of you with your dad and your godfather, Billy Keane, after the game. You know, what, 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 what was kind did, of... Did you find the medal, actually? Hang on, did you find the medal? <laughs> yeah, I found it. was myself, <laughs> myself and Jordy Murphy. Um, <laughs> we were walking around the pitch and I said to him, mate, you lost your medal. And he goes, oh, I think you have too. And then we, <laughs> uh, we looked down and... Uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Exactly, exactly. Same, uh, <laughs> same type of as me and Jordy. Uh, and uh, the, there was one medal on the ground, so we couldn't figure out whose it was. So um, he gave that one to me, and I think I'm not sure if he found his one, um, but he, uh, if he hasn't, I'm sure. You can you can share it. Will. You can share it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, can, um, he can come around to the yeah. house and see it anytime he wants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he'll uh, we'll get a replacement. I'm sure. I think I don't know if one, it was yanked off one of us when we were in the crowd <laughs> with our with our families, or whatever. But uh, no, I saw the someone sent me the video of myself looking for it. <laughs> That's um, awesome. It was, it was quite funny. Um, I actually ruined Will's question. By the way, Will actually had a serious question. <laughs> oh, I'm fine, sorry. No. You were, uh, I you were talking about that medal. that family. No, I was, just, I was just going to say, you know, there was that great photo of you and your dad and, you know, your godfather in the crowd. I was wondering what was what, what, what was said between you after the game. Um, oh, look, my, my dad uh, was great to have him there with, his, with, his, with my uncle, his brother. Uh, and it, it was nice that they got to, they were there for the last Grand Slam in Wales as well. So um, they've been there, both of them. And I think they were, they were texting me, telling me they were at the 1-0-9 sort of as if they were the reason why they'd won it. Um, so it was good, good to have them there and see them after the game. Um, you know, I had obviously Laura, my wife there, and uh, brother as well, that, that uh, Jerry that lives in England. So um, big family contingent that is, which makes it a little bit more special as well. Yeah, I guess I, a bit a bit of an awkward question, but I, I guess you know, obviously your dad was there. He's a big rugby man. You know, a couple of years ago, there was a lot made of Eddie Jones's comments where he did mention your parents. Like, what what was his reaction or your reaction to those? Um, <laughs> uh, to be honest, I, I find Eddie Jones very uh, good to listen to. Um, <laughs> I, I find myself almost looking up what he has to say because he's uh, he is entertaining. Um, so, look, I didn't pay too much. I've worked with Aussies, um, you know, for a lot of my career with Czech and Knox, Alan Gaffney. And, uh, you know, they say things sort of tongue-in-cheek and, um, you know, you got to take it with a bit of sense of humour, I think. And uh, with regard, I took it with a pinch of salt, really. It wasn't something that I thought too much about. Um, you know, maybe at the time I was, uh, I remember sort of feeling before that England game that I had a bit of a point to prove and, um, I know we lost the game, but I, I was it's probably I thought one of my best games in a in an Ireland jersey. Um, so uh, he managed to get the best out of me anyway. <laughs> I mean, well, your your dad wasn't allowed to get one back over Eddie Jones down on Saturday. No, I don't look. I, uh, I can't I can't remember if my parents told me about it at the time. Someone told me about it. Um, might have been the media manager with, with Ireland that Eddie had mentioned my parents and I think I had to win and do a press conference so they, they had to prepare me but uh, like I said um, I, I, I obviously, got, got, obviously got to know a lot of the guys with, the, uh, with England on the Lions tour and uh, they speak very highly of him they said he's, he's a very funny guy and uh, you know I think he's very clever with, with what he says in the media sometimes um, you know leading up to games he, he sort of takes attention away from from his team and, and, and puts it on himself and, and you know you see it a lot with, with other managers doing the same so um, you know it's maybe a coach that I'd, I'd like to work with at some stage in my career Just to kind of to wrap up Johnny I guess uh, you know when Ireland won the Grand Slam in 2009 it was kind of like O'Driscoll, O'Connell, O'Garrett were, were the big were the big kind of face to that team like, how does it feel for for you to kind of you've kind of you're in that mold now? I guess yourself, players like Conor Murray, you know, you're kind of up there as, as the face of the Ireland team. Is is there something that feels uncomfortable for you to be? I guess so prominent, or or do you just try to focus on rugby? Yeah, again, it's not something that we think in the in the bubble. It's um, you don't think like that really. Um, we honestly. The, the role that we play in the in the squad, we, we all have our own roles. But the, the best thing about the team is is that we're we're a team. You know, we we definitely um, you know we're be better than the sum of our parts. I think um, you know we we're very well coached, and uh, you know I don't think 
any of us think like that in terms of you know anyone is bigger than the other and um, you know some of the young lads that have come in in this campaign have, have been exceptional and um, I don't think we'd have won it without them so um, you know a good mix good mixture of the squad youth and experience and um, and great coaches bringing it all together well, Johnny, to spare a thought for Luke, his marketability has plummeted now that there's another set of Grand Slam champions. <laughs> no more Nixers for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think there. I think the Grand Slam in, in 09 was 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 very special. Um, I think this one is special as well, and I don't think us winning this should should take anything away from from 09. It was such a long period um, for that 09 team, and, and they worked so closely together. Um, I think it was it was a very emotional victory for those guys, and like it was for us. But um, arguably, you could say there it was it was more special because of the the amount of years they had to, we had to wait for for another one. But you yeah, know, we could, we could, I think ours definitely was out. a bit more special, man. It was <laughs> definitely a bit more. I just I, I I'm glad you said it. I was going to say it, but um, I couldn't agree with you <laughs> well, more. <laughs> we've got some we've got some young guys that hopefully we can. Uh, it would be nice now if we could we could back mm. it up over the next couple of years. And um, someone told me um, that Will Carlin said something uh, in in um, some function that um, you know he won three in five years, and Ireland have only won three ever. So uh, <laughs> you know that uh, that puts some things in perspective. You know you think you're you're doing well. There's always people out there that have done better. So we can we can go out and try and chase three in five years now. Would be be a good go. And I guess, Johnny, last thing, a, a big thing about this Grand Slam and you winning it, I guess, it's another notch in your column in the O'Gara versus Sexton debate. Myself and Luke were talking about it off air. No, look, to be honest, I've spoke to, I've spoke to Ron a little bit about this and, uh, you know, some of the records that Ronan has will, will never be touched, I don't think. Um, you know, the, the point scoring, the caps, the, the, the achievements. And mm. um, I think I don't like comparing uh, people, you know, over the, the course of their career I think he's had an exceptional career he played in a um, you know a different like if you look at some of the games from you know even if you look back at the 07 World Cup or even the 2011 World Cup it looks like a totally different game you know like it's it's it is a different game I think and um, I think it's wrong to compare different players from different generations and I think Ronan's um, been one of Ireland's greatest ever players and, and, and he'll always remain there. I don't think that by another eight half coming along and then doing something good uh, takes it away from him. And, um, you know, there'll be days when, when I'm long gone that Joey Carberry is, is coming through or Ross Byrne or, or these young guys coming through that um, we'll be doing special things and hopefully they won't take away from, from what, um, what I achieved. Well, Johnny, congratulations and thanks so much for joining us. Thanks. That's all we have time for on the left wing this week in association with Leia Healthcare. Thank you to Johnny Sexton for joining myself and Luke. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. In the meantime, you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or listen on independent.ie. So until next week, thank you for listening and goodbye. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of The Left Wing with Luke Fitzgerald.